Hello, hello, you're listening to How to Get Away with Marriage, the Keep It Real podcast with Rashika Roberts. Today's show is all about sex. Let's talk about sex. No one really wants to talk about sex. No one really wants to discuss it. So how in the world can you have a marriage podcast without talking about sex? It is a great source, richer, poor, sickness and in health, to death do you part. Great source. I had to put that in there because that is in my book. And the fact that no one really wants to chat about sex, and some people may think that sex is something that happens behind closed doors, so I want to keep it private, and I want to keep that to myself. Yes, I do want you to keep what happens behind your closed doors to yourself, but I also want you to be honest about sex, because we all know that sex can make or break a relationship. It can even make or break a marriage. And I want to get people being more honest about sex. You know, and I I do believe some of you out there will agree to this statement that I'm about to toss at you. Prior to your committed relationship or getting married, it seems like, this is what it seems like to me, but I've learned that it seems like this to most folks too, but it seems like that you have so much energy for sex. You have so much time for sex. You have so many ideas for sex. And it's like once the relationship is committed and there is a marriage here, the family starts to take shape and you start to have these jobs that require so much of your time. And so it's like sex takes a back seat. Now, this is not in all relationships, but this is in a lot of relationships. Sex seems to take a back seat. It's like that one thing that you have to do that you add to the list. Or that one thing that you have to get around to. And sex shouldn't be like a chore. It should be a part of your relationship. You know, it should be a part of your lifestyle, but it's okay whenever it kind of falls by the wayside. It's okay. What makes it not okay is when you can't figure out a way to pick it back up where you left off and make it good again. Now, the key word here is honesty. Key word here is honesty. Is there something going on with you mentally or physically throughout your evolution? that is causing you to not want to have sex as much. And the reason why I wanted to say physically, and I don't know from a male perspective, but from a female perspective, as our bodies tend to change, it's very important that we listen to these changes because they can have an impact on the amount of sex that we want. It can have an effect, an impact on um, how we want to change and do things um, in our sexual activity. So it's very important that you listen to your bodies as they are changing. I don't know from a male perspective, you know, one day I will be brave enough to sit down and ask a male 
about this. Um, hopefully one who isn't married. I don't want to offend anybody, but we have to pay attention to our bodies when it comes to sex. And then we have to pay attention to what's going on with us mentally. Are there some changes going on with us? Are there some things in our head that are happening with us? Are there some changes on our jobs? And we're just in our heads when it comes to sex. Honesty is the best thing when it comes to sex. Keeping the lines of communication open when it comes to sex is another very, 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 very important one. And what I found by talking to a lot of couples and and singles as well, is that when there is a misstep um, in the sex lives, it's hard to communicate. What do I say? How do I go about saying that I don't like what you're doing and I'm bored or let's try something different? And that's very important. It's very important to keep the lines of communication open. Be honest with your partner about how you feel about your sexual activity. Let them know that there's something different that you want to do. And folks, I want you to understand, when your partner comes to you and say that they want to try something different, don't always go to that negative place, that bad place of thinking, oh my God, they want me to change this. They must be doing something with someone else. Sometimes they want to try something different with you because they've heard something. They may have read something. So try not to go to that bad place because when you go to that bad place, then you can't really get to that next step. You can't really solve that issue because it comes more becomes more about the two of you hashing out the non-problem, the petty thing. You got to get past the pettiness because I say in my book, if you're mature enough to get married, you should be mature enough to be able to sit down and solve issues, whether they're big or small, because you came together for one main purpose, and that is to make each other happy. And you really can't be happy when your sex life is lacking. We all know this is honest. This is totally honest and real here. I'm, this is a keep it real podcast. You cannot be happy when your sex life is lacking. So be honest and keep the lines of communication open and also identify with what's going on with you personally. I always say in my broadcast, my podcast, I will always say it. You have to self-evaluate all the time. That's the way you have healthy, long-lasting relationships. Always identify with what's going on with you as a person. And then when you can identify with it, remember, communicate it. I also want you to remember that going back to that trying new things and keeping it spicy. Some people say, how do you keep it spicy? These two body parts are not changing. They're the same body parts that we have. So how am am I supposed to keep it spicy? The same thing I was doing when I was 20, the same thing that I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm going to be doing when I'm 30. No, you're not. And, and, And this, folks, this is why I like to do this because it's about being creative. It's about being creative. The more mature you are, the more mature you are in your relationship, the more open you are to things, it helps. So try being creative. Try to implement some things into your sex lives. 
Sit down and talk about what you're comfortable doing and what you're comfortable not doing. Read some books, watch some videos. People, you are in this together. You are in this for the long haul. So why not see if you can make it work, make it fun. Try some role playing. People always say, oh my God, people always wanna go back to the role play. The reason why I like to toss role playing in there and in my books is because you get to play being someone else. Hey, people, you know, it's better for you to go ahead and role play than for you to go out and seek that. So it's okay to role play. Sit down and read a book together. You don't understand. And I'm not talking about reading a book about math and science and technology. I'm talking about a book that talks about sex. Read one together. A lot of people say, you know, who wants to read? A lot of people want to read. If you don't want to have a physical book in your hand, then read it on your cell phone. Look at it on your iPad or your laptop. Read it. Sit down together. Spend quality time together. Touch each other often. Go back to those touches that you used to do, those um, little sexy, quick dating type of touching. I'm not saying be annoying. Touch each other often. Go back to that. If you go back to those fun things that you did when you were trying to get that person, when you were trying to score with that person, go back to those things. That's when it was fun. That's when you were making sex fun. That's when you were making foreplay fun. So go back to those things that were fun in your relationship. That don't mean you're being immature. You are being immature. But the key thing here is trying new things. Going back to when it was exciting. I mean, because it's okay to lose that excitement. When you have two or three kids, you're going to be tired. If you have a new baby, you're going to be tired. If you have a new job. You're going to be tired. These things are going to suck at your energy. And that is okay. We're human. We aren't perfect people. And as I always say, and I will continue to say it, we don't live in perfect relationships. But when we continue to work on those things that are important to us, then we can have that fun, that spark, that spice that we want. Get out of your comfort zone. If you are one who is a bit shy about taking off all of your clothes and walking around being sexy and you want the lights out first and all that kind of stuff, I want you to spend some time alone doing it. I want you to spend some time alone practicing. It is okay because, look, when you're by yourself, you are not embarrassed. And if you feel stupid... Who cares? It's just you. So practice. Look, the best way to make anything better when it comes to your relationship is to always check you. Be good with you. Be comfortable with you. When you are comfortable with who you are, I'm telling you it is freeing. You can let go in the bedroom and outside of the bedroom. But today we are in the bedroom and hey, if you want to have great sex outside of the bedroom, go for it. That's another one that I definitely have to touch on today. Have sex in places that you normally would not. 
That's another way to spice it up. And you say, well, how am I supposed to do that? If you take a trip and it's just the two of you and you start feeling like, oh my God, I am wanting you right now more than I have ever wanted you and you're going to give it to me. Now that don't mean jump outside your car on the side of the road and have sex in front of everybody. What I'm saying is when it hits you, take advantage of it. Be spontaneous. I'm telling you, being free in your sex life, stepping outside that box is like fireworks. It is like fireworks. Here's another one that we uh, tend to forget, and I'm learning that a lot of folks actually forget about this once they are in a marriage and a committed relationship. Why are we forgetting about the music? Why are we forgetting about that soothing, slow, sexy, take you to bed music? Bring the music back to sex. Because when you turn that music on, your body gets to moving. Oh my goodness, with that flow of the sound. And you start elevating in your confidence. See, confidence in the bedroom, oh honey, honey, confidence can take you places that you didn't think that you were going to be able to go. That's for men and women. Don't lose your confidence in the bedroom. Another big C, complacency. Never get, see, I'm throwing them all out there for you today. I'm throwing them all out there for you because you cannot talk about marriage and not talk about sex. Complacency. Now, complacency is one that is very easy for us to slip into. Again, evolution will cause things to be different, will cause us to be different without even realizing it. And when we learn to flow with evolution, that way we can identify with what's going on with us. Complacency is very easy to slip into, but I want you to slip out of it because whenever you look and you see your spouse saying to you, I want more, I want more, I want more, or baby, let's try this. That's a sign of complacency. And you never want your spouse to get bored in the bedroom. See, people, I do this because I want you to stay in these committed relationships. I do this because if you are someone dating and you're looking to be married, I want that to be the person that you end up marrying. If you are married, I want you to be a person who stays married for long, 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 long years. I want you to get old together. That's what I want. And as I said, you cannot talk about marriage and dating without talking about sex, baby. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to hit all of those points that will keep you from wanting more sex. We're going to hit all those points that make you want more sex. But back to complacency. Don't get complacency mixed up with being lazy. A lot of times I don't believe that the person is just lazy because I've heard and I've interviewed and I've coached spoken with many people where they say, you know, he don't do things like he used to. He's just gotten so lazy. All he wants to do is come home. He wants to eat. He wants to check his emails. And then he wants to kind of hang out on the sofa. You know, he's just getting so, so lazy. Back to you. Back to you, my friend. Check yourself. What are you doing? What can you change? 
What can you do to make that man want to get up off of that couch and get up on you? What are you doing? And I'm not saying that it's your fault, but what I'm saying is you can be a part of creating a way for the two of you to come together to make whatever it is better. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is that it takes the two of you to check yourselves individually to move forward in any situation, any situation. But when it comes to sex, I always want you to look back at yourself and say, hey, you know what? Maybe tomorrow when he comes home, I can do this. Or maybe it's a night when we go to bed, I can try this. Maybe this weekend, I can plan for us to do this. And here's another thing. Because when I said the word weekend, it just made me want to go right on into a vacation. You can plan to have these weekend vacations. Because I do think that as married couples and those of us in these committed relationships, we need to eliminate the background noise. We need to realign that relationship. And the best way to do that is to get away from the norm. Get away from the fast pace. Get away from the hustle and the bustle. Wind down a little bit. Recenter the relationship. When you're able to do that, then you're able to start to listen to each other's bodies because now you have the time to do it. See, whenever you break away and you create a time and a space just for the two of you, it's, it brings out the romance. It brings out the passion. It brings out the love for you. It creates a tone for the romance. That's why I love to tell couples and I love to ask couples, when was the last time you went on just a quick weekend getaway? Because a lot of us can't get away for a week. A lot of us can't get away for seven days or five days. Some of us have just enough time to carve out of that busy schedule for a weekend. And I always tell them, don't check any emails, check in with the kids, you know, and let that be the only thing that you're checking on. Don't bring work with you. Be sure that when you set that time and create that space for you, that you let everyone know, this is about us. I'm taking my, my spouse away. I'm taking my, my man away. And this is what we're going to be doing. And I don't want you to contact me. Because this is the time for us to give ourselves to each other. And we're going to make love so passionately that when we get back, it's almost like we made so much love. We had such a good time exploring each other that we can actually rest when we get back. That's the kind of hot, steamy, passionate sex that I want you to have. I want you to allow yourself the opportunity to not only be in love, but to feel love. When you are giving of yourself, honey, you're giving your time, your energy to each other. You should be giving yourselves of each other in a sexual, passionate type of way. And a lot of people and a lot of coaches and a lot of therapists don't talk about this a lot of them do want to get into the fact of, I want you to go home and do a homework assignment and talk about what you love about a person and, and what you hate about the person and that sort of thing. Yes, I do that too. 
but I am also very honest about what goes on behind your closed doors. Because honestly, people, we know, we know that when the sex is not good, everything else is off. The money could be great. The kids can be great. The in-laws can even be great. Your religion can be solid. But when the sex is not good and the sex is not solid, it's like that thing that you that you keep saying to yourself, I can't really put my finger on it. But it's like that thing. Yes, I have sex. And yeah, we have sex maybe three times or we might have sex every other day. But it's that thing. Honey, let me just let you in on a little secret. When the sex is not good, when you get complacent, it is off. That's that something that is off. You deserve and you need that time to unwind with each other. Just like you need time to unwind by yourself to realign what's going on with you in your life. You need that time to unwind with each other. Look, a relationship is two people coming together to make each other happy. Now, you specifically are the sole source of your own happiness. So guess what? When you are not happy, your relationship is not happy. When you are stressed, when you feel like something is lacking, the relationship is lacking. Like I said on my last podcast, no, a marriage and a relationship is not work. We are the work. As humans, guess what? What makes up a relationship? Two people. So when we aren't working on ourselves, then the relationship can't grow. We can't enhance the relationship when we aren't working on ourselves. If you are not getting enough sex, you're lacking something. Do you get what I'm saying here? Are you following me? I want you to get this. Because I want to talk to you about sex. I can talk to you all day about creating a more refined self to enhance in the growth and development of your relationship. But a part of that is your sex life. A part of that is your sexual activity. So, for those of you that are dating, some of you wonder, is it okay to talk about sex when you're dating a person? Is it okay to have sex when you're dating a person? What I tell people is, what is okay with you? We're all different. We all have different likes, dislikes, and preferences. Do what you are comfortable with. If it doesn't feel good to you and it doesn't make sense to you, then don't do it. Do what feels good for you. See, I'm not doing, I don't do my broadcast and my podcast to tell you what you're doing wrong. I do what I do to help you. I do what I do to help you as a person. But as a person without sex in a relationship, You're lacking something, and I want you to be happy. Now back to the sex and the dating. I heard someone say, well, look, I'm all for the abstinence and everything, but how do I know that I'm even going to like that thing without even having sex? I'm going to drop a little bomb on you. It's going to blow you all the way up. But I'm going to drop a little bomb on you. Watch and listen to the way a person moves. And be, pay close attention to how attentive they are 
to you. You're like, what in the world did she just tell me? What does that have to do with sex? Watch and pay attention to how a person moves. Pay attention to it. I'm telling you, it's almost like the sound of music. Be attentive, very attentive to someone's movements. If you're a person and you decide, hey, we're going to wait, that's good for you. I want you to wait because that's your decision. That may work for you. But my friends, let's be honest here. There's going to be some touching. There's going to be some kissing. Pay attention to those things. Sometimes it's not all about what you have. It's about what you do. That's why I told you to pay attention. Okay? I want, whenever you do decide to have sex, I want it to be so good. I'm not talking about fireworks. I'm talking about fire. That's what I want. And I want you to constantly refer back to that moment throughout your sexual lifestyle. What I've learned is when we go back to what we used to do, it works. It works. Those times that you had more energy and more time for sex, what were you doing? What made you make what made you want more of it? Refer back to those things. Look at here. Yeah, look at here. You are still boyfriend and girlfriend, and I want you to look at it that way. You just upgraded your relationship to a committed relationship or marriage. Because when we are boyfriend and girlfriend, we are like having lots of hot, steamy, passionate, spontaneous sex. We want to be close to each other. We're comfortable being naked. We're comfortable touching each other. We're comfortable bathing together. Just because you get married doesn't mean you have to close yourself up and say, "Mm, I I don't know. I, I know that's how I was when I was younger, but I'm just get out of your head. And I know I use my, you know, my lady voice, but men are, they, they're uncomfortable too. They're uncomfortable too. And when you're in that space of being uncomfortable, here's what I want you to do. I want you to communicate that. And then together as a couple, I want you to figure out a way to change that. For instance, I remember talking to somebody and she says, I hear women talk about incorporating sex toys into their relationship. And so I don't want to offend my husband. Don't want to offend my mate, right? I don't want to offend him. How do I say, I want to incorporate sex toys into my relationship without making him feel slighted at all or like he's not doing a good job? First of all, if you don't, if he doesn't know, then he can't fix it. So I always go back to, you want to communicate that just as easy as you say it to me or you share it with someone else, say it to him, go shopping together so that whatever you choose, the two of you are comfortable with it. Yeah. I'm dropping all kinds of bombs here today. People, this is all about sex and that's where we're keeping it. Go 
shopping together. I find that shopping together for sex toys, whenever you want to implement and incorporate these into your relationship, it's better to do it together because I feel like, and I'm going to tell you, this is from experience of learning and doing. I feel like when you go and you choose these things all by yourself, you can risk the person when you come back, the person saying, oh my God, what in the hell did you just buy? I'm not using that. Oh my God, now I'm embarrassed. Okay, let's eliminate the embarrassment of it all and go together. That way you can say, he may say, you know, I don't feel comfortable using that. And she may say, I do. And that way you guys can communicate about it first. Another one, if you are a person who wants to be more, let's say, comfortable with the skin that you're in, and you just don't know how to go about doing it. And I, I really want to address this with the women. Again, I don't necessarily talk to men about being comfortable being naked. So, you know, that's why I'm not going there with the men. But if you're one of those, because I had to write an article about this for a men's magazine. And this was, got a lot of feedback about this. And it was great feedback. I love feedback because I like to know if I am touching, hitting some spots that can get you all aroused and I mean, really, in your relationship and in your bedroom. But what I like to suggest for those people who find it, you know, kind of strange being comfortable in the skin that you are in. I suggest this, and, and you see, there's a pause there because I want to say this the right way, my friends. Paint each other. Allow your husband to paint you. Now, what the hell do you mean paint me? Yes, I mean take the paint and put it right on your hot, sexy body. Can you imagine? And I also had to bring that one up because I paint. I paint. Have your spouse to paint your body. He can use his hands or he can use a paintbrush. Now, what the heck is this going to do for me, women? First, I want you to imagine cold to room temperature paint going all over your body with the touch of your man from his warm hands to your body. People go, why she say paint? Because when you use water, Water has a harsh texture after a while. Soap, you have to continue to relather. Paint. Using the paint in his mind, he can visualize and imagine. In your mind, not only can you visualize and imagine, but the soothness and the, the uh, silkness of it sliding on your body as he paints in the areas that he enjoys, that you enjoy being touched. Because see, touch is everything. You're allowing him to look at you fully naked. You're allowing him to enjoy every space that he is touching. And he is creating a bit of art with your body. After you, you're done allowing that beautiful gentleman of yours to physically put paint all over your body. That's when I want you to put it 
on a canvas. Now, will you decide to do with that canvas? Yes, literally, take your body, put it on a canvas. Every single time, some people might say, oh my God, that chick is crazy. No, what I am is creative. I don't even like to think outside the box. I like to create my own boxes. Because sometimes when you think outside the box, that box may not be your own box. It may be something that someone else did before. It may be something that you've seen somewhere, and that's okay. But when I'm talking about sex, I want you to create your own boxes. It's like, what? I'm not a painter. See, that's the good thing about it. He doesn't have to be a painter. His imagination is doing the work. You're feeling good. Parts of your body, they're just awakening. They're alive. They're getting ready. And guess what? Are you really going to be that uncomfortable with someone just rubbing paint on you? You even take a paintbrush and you do it. There's some small areas that the male can arouse with the paintbrush. See, folks, I want you to understand, yes, these body parts, they only change just a little bit, but these are the body parts that God has given us, and we got to work with what we have. People say, well, there are only so many things that you can do. That's a lie. There are tons of things that you can do. But when I, when when women tell me, I'm not comfortable being naked in front of my man. I used to be, but now my body's like this and my body's like that. Or, you know, or the male is like, you know, I'm trying to get myself in shape and all of that. Listen, you are who you are. Accept who you are. And when you love each other, you're going to say, look, this is my baby. I want him. I want her to be happy. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to make us happy. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make us work. I want you, baby, sweetie, honey, I want you both to be comfortable with who you are. Let's paint each other. Let's paint each other. Let's take some time to slather paint. All, and, and look, you can pick your favorite colors, honey. See, I'm all about the imagination. When we can learn to use our imaginations, we teach kids this, people. We're just big kids, overgrown children. We just grew up, okay? When you can allow that mind to work for you, be creative and use your imagination, you open yourselves up to a different world. And, and of course, I speak to you like this because I'm a writer and I do everything by my imagination. Everything I write, everything I create is because of my imagination. So when you can get that imagination going, you don't want to go out there and look for somebody else. If you can paint your own wife, you don't need to imagine yourself being with someone else. When you have a dream about somebody else, maybe you aren't doing enough in your own bedroom. Okay? I want you to be creative. I want you to create a space that you can say, now I'm comfortable. I want you to go with the flow because let me tell you, that mind can get going and it can take over. But I want your mind to take over and I want the imagination to be the strongest part. I want you to think, I want when I'm done 
to not only be drained from this making love, but I almost want to feel like I've stepped outside of myself for a few moments. I almost want to feel high. See, that's the kind of sex I want these committed relationships and these marriages to have. I want your sex to be so good that it's almost like you are high. That's what I want. It's, I mean, I want it to be delicious. Delicious. You know how you feel whenever you get done eating your food and you're so nice and full and now you, you're ready to just relax and come down for a minute. You don't really want to do a whole lot. That's the kind of sex I want you to be having, folks. That's the kind of sex that make you want more sex. That's the kind of sex that when your woman or your man walks in the door, it's like, wow. Let's have some more of that. Let's make some more time for each other so I can get some more of that. See how honest I'm being with you on this podcast? Because honesty about sex makes for a great relationship. Communication about sex, where we are in our sexual lives and our sexual activity is the key. A lot of people want to tell you trust. That's that's one. A lot of people want to tell you mistrust and, and you don't do this. That Those are good. But the bottom line is something that a lot of us aren't talking about, my friends, and that is sex, good sex, lots of sex. Now, that word, lots. I totally get it. I'm married. I've been married for 21 years, been with the same man for 22 years. You just, sometimes you can't have lots of sex. But the reason why I gave you those different scenarios and ideas is because if you can have really genuinely good sex, you've got something to hold you over, honey. And you can't wait for more. We have busy, extremely active lifestyles. And some of us can't have sex five days a week. Some of us can't have sex three times, you know, a day. Because I've actually heard couples that say they're able to squeeze it in three times a day. I love that word squeeze. I put that in my book. If you're one who simply knows your lifestyle is so busy that all you can get is what you can get, squeeze it in. Squeeze it in. That's that stuff we want to talk about. Squeeze it in. I want you to squeeze in a quickie from time to time. Why are we forgetting about quickies, people? When we were dating, when we considered ourselves boyfriend and girlfriend, we were squeezing in quickies. And we were getting quickies when we could, how we could. Don't forget about those quickies. Okay? The quickies are like appetizers. They're just enough to hold you over until the meal comes. So, don't forget about those appetizers. For those of us with those very busy lifestyles, you pop into the house, you see that woman standing over that stove, and yes, sometimes the man could be standing over that stove, but I'm saying this because normally I'm the one that's home, don't you start judging. And she's standing over that stove, and she is cooking something. And that outfit that she is wearing is popping, okay? It's popping. It's fitting right. And I can say that because you're the one looking at her and you like the way she's dressed. We're grown folks here. This is a grown folks podcast. If it hits you 
lay that briefcase down. Yes, we live in a world of text. If you don't want the kids knowing what the hell you're talking about, shoot her a text. Before you hit send, though, be sure it's her. Tell her I want you to come on upstairs for a minute. And when she gets up there, you surprise her. And men, let me let you in on a little secret. Because I'm honest here. I'm all honest. This is a Keep It Real broadcast. Podcast. I do both. I'm not saying when she get upstairs, I want you to be standing up there with your Superman hanging out. That's not what I'm talking about. I still want you to give her some of that sweet, quick foreplay. Because you got to think. You got to think here. You got to think. This is what you're feeling. This is what you're seeing when you pop into the house. You got to think about it. Now, if she's already cooking dinner, she's probably already helped out with homework. She's already said, go sit down. I don't want to tell you again. She's already said, why are you asking me? Won't you look in the pantry and find it yourself? She's already probably said, don't hit her again. Keep your hand out of her face. She's already said, somebody go get, don't go feed the fish and somebody walk the dog. Okay. So she's already been up a few hills, down a few ladders and back around. Okay. So you got to understand, this is what you see when you come in. You get to see that nice body and all that good stuff. You're feeling a certain way. Now, you've already sent that text that after you've already checked to make sure that you didn't send it to one of your friends, you know, or colleagues or anything. So now she heads up. You still got to get her feeling so good. And I know you don't have long because there's food on the stove. So we got to remember all these things. See, people, I'm keep a real person. I want to help you. I want you to have some good sex. I want you to have more sex, okay? You're going to have to get her feeling good. You want her to be almost at least where you are, okay? So I want you to get her there. Once you get her there, I want you to give her what she now wants and send her happy right on back downstairs. And you know what? You know what, men who are listening to this podcast right now? When you send her back downstairs after that deliciousness, after that appetizer, no matter what happens with the kids, she's smiling. She's happy now. The kids don't know why mama not tripping. See, do you, do you see where I'm going with this? If you can't have lots of sex, if you don't feel like you're one of those people who can always take a vacation, a weekend vacation, if you feel like, it, you know, I want to have sex, but you know, the kids, I got to run this one to the basketball, this one. Get those quickies in there, people. Get them in there. Women. This goes for you too. If your honey bun beats you home and you walk in and he's standing there or he's sitting down or he's cooking or whatever he's doing and you're loving what you are seeing, go for it. Because everything that I explained before, dad has done that too. He's done that too. And if he is as introverted as my husband is, trust me, he's somewhere sitting down and he don't really want to be bothered. Okay? Bother him. Wake him up sexually. Send him a text. If you want to, you can walk him upstairs. And when you go up, give him something to look at. So when he he gets up there, he's wide awake. 
And when you send him back down after that appetizer, honey, guess what? There's a little bit more where that came from. Yes. See how you have waken each other up. You have given each other the opportunity to say, you know what? We deserve this. We need this. And how about we try this every single time I come home? How about we try this every weekend I come home? How about I try to, personally, you can say it to yourself. How about I implement this into my relationship every once in a while? Because it worked. It worked. That's what I want all of us to remember, to do what works. All I like to do is give you tips. I like to give you ideas. Because I want it to work for you. When you're happy, you can have a happy relationship. But honesty, I'm telling you, like they said in school, honesty is the best policy. It really is, especially when we're talking about sex. Here's another one I want you to remember. Be careful taking sexual tips from everybody and be careful talking to everyone about your sex life. It's real, people. It's real. It is very real that... And I know when I say this, it's like, really? It is very real because I've heard it and I've seen it happen. Be careful who you share your sex life with and how good it is. Because what happens behind your closed doors is very important. You don't want to tell so much about what's going on behind your closed doors because you never know if whom you're speaking with has good intentions in receiving that information. You don't want to be telling everything that's going on with you. And then when you aren't looking, someone else is trying to figure out how true it is. That's what I'm saying. So be very, very, very careful. And that goes back to you valuing the person that you are with. When you value who you are with, you value your relationship. Okay? I hope that I was able to drop some little bombs on you. And... Hopefully, when they explode, they give you everything that you want in your bedroom. I hope that I was able to give you some tips that you can even share with someone else. Be sure to come back and listen to me often. If you would like more information about me, please look me up on RashikaRoberts.com. If you would like to read my book, it is on Amazon. I'll return to speak with you later. Later.